If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about pop culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. So we're here to talk about Love is Blind season four. And our intention was we were going to watch the live stream yes. reunion. This Should we tell them exactly? Well, it's it's Sunday, April 16th, 6.44 p.m. <laughs> yes. right never, now. Never forget. <laughs> forget where you were yes (laughs) you know i just also want to know i was napping until five o'clock my husband woke me up i was in a really nice nap state because i was very tired he woke me up i got myself already sat down and thought it was me and for an hour plus i was just (laughs) you know refreshing refreshing figured you know yeah so this yeah this live re allegedly live re was supposed to start at 5 p.m pacific time Mm -hmm. and so we were both you know ready and waiting and you know first it's 505 it's 515 um and it's 530 yeah and so everyone's checking the internet like is this me or yeah and it became very clear very quickly that no it's everywhere there's a big problem um, yeah. Well, the other problem. thing is this isn't their first live event, right? Because I watched the Chris Rock live and there weren't any, they weren't these problems. There weren't. Well, apparently no. the Chris Rock audience was not this big. I guess not. Like everybody, I mean, this shows you how many people care about this or how many people were tuning into this. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's crazy. Ba- so basically it's now 6.45 p.m. Uh, we just got on. We we said okay, well it's it's happening tonight, yeah. And so we just decided, well, we'll come on, we'll record the um, we'll talk about the, the finale, 12. yeah, episode twelve, the rest of the weddings and whatnot. And I don't know when we'll get to see the um 
reunion, but yes, we'll come back later and uh, record that and try to hopefully put these two things together. My my assumption is, listener, by the time you listen to this, we will have both of these things together. This yes. is our promise to you. But hopefully, as we speak to you right now, we are, you know, this has been quite a conundrum this Sunday. Evening. Yeah. Well, and also, but it's been very funny to, to uh, you know, see the tweets, the memes, you know, everyone's <laughs> just going after Netflix. Their Netflix is highly, highly embarrassed. But then towards the end there, I guess some people in certain parts of the world and the country were were able to access it. Mm-hmm. And I was getting these kind of blips of the reunion, but it would just, it was a buffering thing. It was like one of these mm-hmm. things where it starts and then it just stops and it freezes. And I did catch a glimpse of Chelsea's earrings. Oh, And they're hideous. They're oh, even God. more hideous than her wedding day earrings. Oh, God. So that's and I got a glimpse. I got a glimpse of Micah because I told you that because I like got on and we're like, oh, Micah. And then it flashed. It went away. It was Micah was wearing red. And that was it. That's all I saw. And that was it. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But um, Friday, uh, a few days ago, they they released the very last episode, episode 12. So it was a cliffhanger. Yes. Left. um, The last episode was Chelsea and Kwame's wedding. And Chelsea said. I do, or I will, whatever they say. So it was a cliffhanger. We did not know what Kwame was going to say. And I think surprisingly to everyone's surprise, he said, Mm -hmm. I do. Yes. Shocked. Shocked. I did not see that coming. No, he just seemed so uncertain. And uh, he was the one who voiced the most doubts like throughout the whole entire season. So that was surprising. Well, and they aired all of those doubts. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about this earlier that there was a Variety article that came out with one of the producers from Love is Blind talking about how, you know, Brett is also from Portland. Mm-hmm. We never hear yeah. about this ever. It's never, we visit Brett's apartment. It's never talked about. Never it's never up. an issue. And the producers say, well, it's not so much of an issue for Brett, but it's like, well, but I can imagine for Brett, that is a bit of a problem. You know, he has a life there too. But this Kwame thing, I mean, it just felt like this was a huge issue for him, you know, and he kept talking about it and it was over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so it just seems so odd that after all of that complaining and all of that, that it was like, I do. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, why not? We'll give it a try. But I you still know. felt like even in that private time that they had, it was a lot of like cheers to forever. And she just kept saying, you're my husband. And he seemed to be like, yes, I am. <laughs> like he still seemed in shock. Just yeah. like, yes, I am your husband. Like I did say yes. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. Because, yeah, there's still the whole thing with his family. And I heard somewhere that that woman was even his sister. She's like a a paid actor. What? Are you serious? No. That's that's a total rumor. I don't know if it's true, but it's out there. Well, if she is, she's good. She's a good actress. She's an excellent actress. She, She acted very happy when he said, I do. And, yeah, but I think that was part of the problem. Like, literally his family refused to participate in any of this and they had to perhaps maybe hire somebody to pretend to be his sister so i don't know i i don't have 
super high hopes for the longevity of this. Well, if they had, I'm sorry, but we have seen lots of families who were on the fence about a lot of this stuff. If you had to hire, if, and I mean, I guess for Chelsea, I don't know, why is Chelsea going along with this? Like, why do you need to hire a sister? Like, why? You don't need to well, do Well, I mean, it's, te- it's television. You know, I mean, the bottom line is this is a television show. And, you know, it, there are certain elements that they have to fudge to make it entertaining. And, you know, it's like the, the curtain gets know. pulled we didn't, back. But we didn't need to, see, we, I don't know, we didn't need to see a family member. Like we didn't need, we didn't. Yeah, need to we see could that just family. be like, and his family's not here. That in yeah. and of itself, that's so, just the truth. But yeah. yeah, so we didn't need to. Hi- I don't know if they. Uh, there's something off about that. I just don't feel like yeah. these people were that good. Well, and while 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 we're on the subject of Chelsea and Kwame, yeah. So there was this there was this um, article interview in Variety. Is it a magazine or I guess maybe just online now? Um, with the creator of Love Is Blind, Chris Co- Chris Cole colon um and we'll try to post it we will post it we'll post it on yes. our instagram <laughs> try we try. Will we will we will we, do it we will we can um, and we will yeah and he was saying that you know in terms of this portland thing um when they're casting people that he said they try to choose people who at least say they are interested in being married but most people are very skeptical about it Mm-hmm. And um, they felt that the location was reasonable to open it up to Portland. It's about two hours from Seattle. And then he said, yeah, Brett is in Portland. And it wasn't as big of an issue for him as it was for Kwame. Hmm. And he also said that he had no idea that Kwame was on Married at First Sight. Because um, that show, that season, that was in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And I guess Kwame was living there at the time. Anyway, he was never featured on the show. They did not recruit him because mm-hmm. of that show. He kind of like acted like he had no idea. So, hmm. yeah, it was interesting. Interesting. Um, yes. I like that. We try to choose people who at least <laughs> say they are interested in being married. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I think that they, they, I think they, Obviously, they try to find people that are attractive and engaging, right? Mm-hmm. Who will make good TV, but will I think they get a lot of people that say, "Hey, you know, prove me wrong." If I find somebody that I think they want people that will say, "If I find someone that I really fall in love with that I think will be will be my soulmate, I will I would marry them with sight unseen." Right? And I think that's all these people said yes to that right. for sure. Okay. Okay. So now we're on to Micah and Paul. Mm-hmm. And first it's Micah and it's raining. And so you're right. They were, they were all at one place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I did finally get to look at it. Um, and then, you know, this, these, this is when they shove all these weddings into one episode. And I understand why they do this, but it, it does get to be really redundant Yeah, where it's like, here she comes and let's rehash our love story. And, now we're back to like Shelby and Shelby's not happy and thinks he sucks. And, you know, here's Paul and Paul's there and he shows up and he's got like a masculine room because his room has poker in it. And <laughs> it's just and so wood. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And like all the friends are coming in and talking about it. And obviously the vibe is so, you know, the so bizarre here because it's, you know, it's very clear that 
that how this dynamic is, is, you know, Micah is very much like, I love him, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know what this is going to be. This is so weird. This is my wedding day, but I don't know if it's going to be my wedding day. I don't know what this is going to be. And Paul, the entire time is like, I don't know. Do I go with my head or my heart? I love her, but I don't know. Does this make sense? I'm a scientist. I, I go with my head, you know, just, just the same story that we've been circling and circling. And I, and I know they have to fill an hour of television, but it is so, Oh, I fast so forward. I yeah. know. I fast forward through, through a lot of this. A stuff. lot of that. Like, oh my God. Paul's friends were droning on and on and I couldn't take it. He had this one friend. I don't know his name, but you know, he's saying all this contradictory stuff. He's saying that Paul's getting in his own way. Like he always does. Um, but then he turns around and he says something like, it's just risky to say no as to say yes. I don't know. I didn't find his advice very helpful. Yeah. I don't think Paul did either. Well, everyone just keeps saying, well, you'll know when you know, when you follow your gut. Yeah, all these cliches. It's like, and it's like, this isn't helpful. Like, let's, yeah, especially with um, Paul and Micah's families, they were, they were very unhelpful. And um, yeah, Micah's dad was saying, You notice well, that he was dry. He, this was the best. I just started noticing these little things. His, her dad was drinking a white claw. Oh, I thought that was so weird. Like something that a teenager, like a teenage girl, like exactly. a college girl would drink, like a white claw. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you could tell, like the dad is, he's saying stuff like, well, you know, Micah, you've put us through a lot here. <laughs> and the mom clearly, she's being very practical. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't think she thinks in any way that this is going to work. And mm-hmm. she's just trying to get through this day. And I, I might have my notes here. I said that, Paul seems so unsure. Paul doesn't know what to do. And Paul's dad gives the worst advice. He says, as long as you love her and she loves you, everything will be all right. Mm. I mean, if only. Yeah. If only. Well, and also, mind you, Paul's father is now on his second marriage right. to someone who looks just like Paul's right. first wife. And, and it, like, could, it could be his third marriage, but we don't know. Yeah, like, but I, that was the other thing. When Paul Sr. came in, um, Paul's father, This is not, there's like three Pauls involved. Mm-hmm. When Paul Sr. comes in with Deborah, the stepmom, at first I was like, wait a second. Is, yeah. is that the mom? No, this is someone different. No, it's her lookalike. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, dad has a type. And he's like, well, you know, hey, you just kind of, this is, this is how it goes. And it's just like, oh, God, you guys are exhausting, this whole family. Yeah. And then there, you know, there's Shelby, you know, just, ugh. But yeah, Paul well, really started to irritate me here. I was just like, this is, yeah. this is too much. Well, maybe so. Shel- this was sort of Shelby's reden- redemption. It was you know, Shelby's redemption. It's because it was. she was right. Like, <laughs> I hated admitting it, but yeah. So we finally, you know, we finally get to the, um, you know, the altar and Paul walks down and Micah walks down. And then, of course, Micah famously says, hey, you know, before I answer, I'm going to have you answer, Paul. Now, and- do you think that indicates that she knew he was going to probably say no she didn't want to be humiliated yeah Yeah. i do i think that i think she had this feeling and she did she said it she said i never felt safe i never felt it i think she had this inkling feeling Mm -hmm. um and i think that was really interesting because the way they talked to each other that was the part that was so strange was that 
the way they talk to each other, like, I love you. I miss you. Even when they mm-hmm. saw each other at the altar, they're like, oh my God, I missed you. I haven't seen you in so long. I missed you so much. And um, so that was, that's why I thought like, okay, maybe, maybe this, maybe you guys are really in love. Maybe I was wrong. And then when it came to this day and there was so much like so pensive and he's like going in circles and he's analyzing and analyzing mm-hmm. it and you're just like, oh, you're really on the fence. Like you weren't on the fence when you were missing her after two minutes uh, a couple days ago, but now you're really on the fence. But I think that, yeah, I think that Micah doesn't like, but Micah doesn't want to be vulnerable. She is not going to be vulnerable with people. And that this whole situation, this whole process was very, very vulnerable. And you notice that's how she was the whole time, this whole process. You know, she kept Kwame going on the line until Mm -hmm. she knew Paul was going to do that. She wasn't going to, you know, even that time when she had to let uh, Kwame go and she Mm -hmm. was waiting for Paul to let Amber go. Like that was really hard for her. Um, yeah, it's know. like she wants a sure thing. Yes. She, she, she would rather have a sure thing than go after what she really felt. Yes. Yeah. In her heart. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. And when it came down to it, I'm sort of, we can go backtrack, but at the very end, when it came down to it, Paul said he didn't feel that his love for Micah was reciprocated and he didn't envision her as a mother and she had no nurturing aspects about mm. her. Yeah. So vo- the vulnerability, that's yeah. what got him. It was just like, she was, she was like, she wants to be chosen. She doesn't want to be, you know, end up being with no one and she wants to get married, but she, uh, yeah, it, they're just, she just wants like the outcome and she doesn't mm-hmm. care about the process, the process or having to, to feel anything. Right. But you know what? He's he's very similar in this too, right? Because he's such a scientist. He also is focused on the outcome. Mm-hmm. He wants assurances. He keeps going around to all these family members saying, well, I want to know 100% that this right. is going to work out, that this is, and, and everyone keeps looking at him going, hey, buddy, you know, we're all 30, 40 years older than you. And we're telling you we've lived these lives and there are no assurances. So stop asking and just like take a deep breath and ask, you know, look inside of yourself and say like, you know, and this is what I say to my clients. Like, do you want to, do you want to go to target on a Saturday with this person? Do you want to eat across from them? Do you want to do these things with them? And if you don't, and I think that's, I mean, I think the things that he was talking about, like, I don't think she's very nurturing. I don't think she's, Mm -hmm. you know, those things. I think that's what he was figuring out. Like, I don't know if I want to do that with her. I don't know if she's going to be like, getting up in the middle of the night with kids with me. Like, I don't know if that's really what this is going to be. And then Micah also says that she never felt safe or that Mm -hmm. he showed her that he loved her. So she had a certain expectation of what love or being loved or how he should show her love, like Mm -hmm. what that should look like. And then, yeah. So then when he said he didn't want to get married, um, you know, she kind of stormed off and Paul goes after her and she tells him to leave. And yeah, you know, of course, you know, the best, the best moment was when he said, no, you know, the camera went back to Shelby and Shelby was sitting there smiling. And, you know, she said, of course, that great line where she said she wishes she was way drunker. Yeah. You know, Oh, Shelby's a, she's a, she's a winner. She really is. Yeah. Obviously she, she was, she knows her friend. She, know, she knows her friend. She knew her friend. But did she really, but did she, 
but did she not like Paul for this reason? Like, I, I still feel like this wasn't the reason why she didn't like Paul. I, I, I think that she, I don't know. Well, I think she knew that Paul just wasn't going to give Micah, you know, the kind of attention that she wanted. And, uh, you know, that Micah's more, I just think Micah's more superficial. Yeah. And he's just like a deeper kind of, just a deeper person. Well, but I also wonder too, if Micah is deeper with him than she is with Shelby and her friends. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was so interesting on that last night, the bachelor and bachelorette parties where Micah and her friends are getting super drunk and then calling Paul and, Mm -hmm. you know, Paul's just ignoring them. I, I, I do wonder if stuff like that, where he's kind of like, who is this person? Like, mm-hmm. this doesn't line up with the, like, you're this way with me. And then you're this way with these people. Mm-hmm. I just also think they were all really too young. And I think that Paul, I think what Paul really wants, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is what we hear on the reunion. I think what Paul really wanted was to keep dating her. Yeah. Get to know I mean, her. I think, and so the best is, <laughs> you know, everyone's like, up and going and Paul's wandering around. He's like, did I make the wrong choice? And you're like, <laughs> God. fuck you, Paul. You're exhausting, Paul. You like, are exhausting. Oh, God, it's just, let's let go. just go. Like his, the family <laughs> friends are just like, let's go home. Let's just, God. <laughs> oh, this has been God. torture. It's been a torturous afternoon. Can we you made, you know, every, the whole family's like, you get fly out here. We're all dressed <laughs> up. We've had to go through this emotional nightmare. Let's just go home. We thought we were going to get a meal. <laughs> There's no meal. <laughs> there's no reception. Yeah, there's no reception. <laughs> Nobody likes us because we're part of the family that said no. We don't even get to be the victims in all of this. Like, we got to get out of here. Um, it was uh, just like that was a while. Oh break. my god. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was just. Yeah, that's what I had to fast forward through so much of it because, God, it was mind numbing. It was like okay, like. <laughs> just make a decision. I don't know. <laughs> god, Paul. Yes. Yes, yes. It Girl was just, pair. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, and I think that's the other problem, right? Which is, I think that, I think that, I think that he, right? I think that's the other part about when you find someone that you really, that some of those cliches are true because when you do find someone that is right for you, you do know. You don't spend a lot of time questioning. Right. Right. I mean, right. I'm married. I didn't spend a lot of time behind closed doors, like going, should I marry this person? Yeah. Should I not? Is yeah. this going to work? Is this not? Like, mm-mm. you know, by the time you get there, you know, like, mm. I, I believe this is going to work, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, granted, they've only had like a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So they have a bit of a disadvantage. But. Yes, yes. Well, let's move on okay. to, ha- to clear skies. Because clear, clear, clear skies. And then it started to rain, but clear oh, skies. But it was glorious. Yes, it was. It was so glorious. All T- of it. Yes. Tiffany and Brett. And literally the only thing that went wrong on this day was that Brett's pants weren't offered correctly. <laughs> well, so that was the big, right? We were all worried. The big drama. We, the big drama <laughs> that we were all worried about. We were like, God damn it, you mothers don't do this to us don't rip this out from underneath us and it was all about his pants and it was like oh thank god that's what it is yeah Yeah, so so the first thing i thought when when tiffany got there and walked into the room and they show you the charcuterie board i'm like Mm -hmm. i wonder if they recycle these charcuterie boards they're like okay mike is gone okay nobody ate anything nobody touched i think we can redo the honeycomb and the salami (laughs) let's just redo it yeah we're already over budget Yes. 
we need to just yes. re- recycle. So we get this recap of love story. Both sides talk about their feelings. And I think what was so interesting about this was how different this little chick was of a setup to Micah and Paul. Because mm-hmm. Micah Paul stuff was all like, I don't know what's going to happen. Da, 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 and and yeah. just angst and torture and just pulling out your hair. And all of this was no doubt, commitment, like this is what's happening. Um, a, You know, it was very much like solid, like oak. You know, it was yeah. if if Micah and Paul were feathers in the wind, this was like solid oak. Nothing can move this. Yeah. You know, and the bulk yeah. of it was about Brett's pants, Brett's pants. <laughs> and Brett's talking, asking for, his, you know, hand in marriage. Like that was the bulk of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, the whole thing was just delightful. And yes, um, it was, you know, everybody is wonderful parents. It's just everybody. I mean, yeah. God, I mean, I love these guys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Tiffany's dad comes in and he says, you know, to Brett, you in it for the long haul. And then uh, one thing they haven't talked about, I guess Brett's mom has a mental condition, which wasn't really talked about. I guess this is... Was she there? No. No. So whatever this mental condition is, it must be very serious. And I guess this is what brought on why they're, they're... water was turned off and the electricity was turned off when he was 11 or 12. So mom must have like schizophrenia or something like so severe. Like Mm -hmm. she is either in a hospital or she's in some kind of care home or something. And what about um, the dad? Were they living with the, were the parents together or were they just living with the mom? Cause the dad seemed pretty, uh, together i don't know i don't know know. but the dad had a walk i don't know did the dad have did the dad have um like physical issues like was he on disability you know like were they both like living off of disability checks you know Mm. was she like had a job and then eventually she had disability i mean two people living off disability can't you know pay for anything Mm -hmm. so i don't know but um yeah, but I thought that was very sweet with something the first time we've seen this of a right at this stage of asking hand in marriage. And then yeah. we see and then it goes into we see them getting ready and then we hear Brett talking in the back and then what's his brother's name? Is it Augustus? Angus? Angus? Or- and then we hear Brett kind of going, "Oh man, and Angus is like, I look good." this suit fits this suit fits and then we see we i think we see a little bit of bougie brett come out (laughs) and we see that he is pissed because his pants are like kind of a little too baggy a little too baggy and he is not happy so he goes and finds a table yeah no this is unacceptable he's got to get this (laughs) oh yes oh yeah so he finds yeah i don't know how he finds this woman he goes to her <laughs> gets it tailored like an hour and a half before the wedding yeah well maybe they set this up because this was the only possible way they could ever get any sort of drama out of this couple i don't know like, yeah i have an idea let's like <laughs> screw up brett's pants but we'll <laughs> have this we'll have the seamstress over here like to yeah fix it. we'll be okay but maybe what? they asked angus like what would upset brett? I'll, like, <laughs> mess up his pants i'm telling you just that'll get them all in a tither <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. I really I have to say I don't normally Tiffany's um 
I don't normally love it when people wear crowns like those tiaras, but I have mm-hmm. to say, I really liked her dress with a tiara. Like mm-hmm. the tiara worked because she had the little band around. So I yeah. really liked all that together. I think it worked mm-hmm. well. Yeah, no, she just looked overall just looked great. And she was just beaming. You know? Yes, she was. Beaming. So. so everybody's happy. The pants are fixed. Brett's happy. Yeah. And then Marshall. Marshall shows oh, up. Oh, Marshall came. Yes, yeah. Yes. That was nice. He came to, well, <laughs> he still wanted to like, oh, keep God, getting Marshall. a check from the show. <laughs> yeah. But I guess he and Brett were kind of close. I don't know. No, I think he liked Brett yeah. a lot. And again, Marshall, Marshall's still very confused about what happened. What happened. Him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Marshall. You've oh. got so much, you've got so much work to do. Yeah. You, well, you, that's. You, that's, that's a whole be, other story. Yeah, that's going to be the, um, I think, in the reunion when we finally do get to see it. Yeah, the uh, Jackie Marshall stuff is mm-hmm. going to be. Ooh. It's going to be good. Okay, so then our right. final couple. Well, yeah, and they say yes, and it's all Oh, great. yeah, sorry. Foregone <laughs> <laughs> conclusion. Yes, of course. Yes, they all say yes. I was a little nervous. I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, but I, yes, wasn't. It, 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 I wasn't. They did say yes. They're very, very happy. And I think these two, this is my prediction. I think these two are going to start having kids very quickly. Oh, yeah, because she's 36. Yeah. 35, yeah. 36. So I think they're going to start having children. Oh, absolutely. Fast, fast, fast. Yeah. And I really hope on this reunion, they tell us they're pregnant. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. That would be That would be beyond. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That would okay. be so fun. Okay. All right. Zach so, and Bliss. Zach and Bliss. Um, you know, I kind of stopped taking notes. <laughs> Point. Was Brett and Tiffany together? I was, I was swept up. I was so <laughs> swept up with Brett and Tiffany that I just didn't care anymore. I was just like, okay. Um, so maybe you can like, yeah, care, well, carry I mean, this. I don't know. Thing. Again, it's the same. It's the same crowd, right? It's like one of them shows up, and then it's like you know, Bliss goes. There's the charcuterie board yeah. again, and like she goes in. You know, we have this interesting love story now. We're having to rehash it again, and we have mm-hmm. to watch it again, and then. You know, here's Zach. Zach has a very interesting group of friends who all seem ex-military. And you're like, how did you meet these people? I don't, I don't know. And they're all again like sitting around playing poker. It was so weird, the whole thing. And you know, her sisters yeah. and they're getting ready. I and think I fast forwarded through all of this. Oh, why but I, I do want to prove you wrong on something. Okay. okay. So um zach's sister oh, alexa oh alexa i told okay. that was his sister who okay. looks just like bliss i knew okay. it showed up with gene his grandma and so it was very sad that his mom could right. be there today he's missing his mom um so they're there it's great you know she tries on her dress, same as all the others yeah. through the story. And then, you know, they walk down the aisle and they all say the same things they do. They both say, I do. I was a little, and I was kind of surprised that Bliss's dad was there because he well, was yeah, so venomous about, I he was say, so angry about this. Yeah, yeah. So she had her mom and dad walk her down the aisle mm-hmm. and the dad is still just, yeah, he's just here. He's walking her down the aisle saying all this negative shit. You know, oh, he's while just, he's walking down, maybe well, I but, tune that well, out. Before they started walking, like they're at the end of the aisle, you know, by mm-hmm. the door, and they're standing there, and he's still like talking shit and saying shit. And the mom is like, Bliss, look at me. Look, like she's trying to get her to focus, you know, to divert her attention away from the asshole dad. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the mom is saying it's, it's 
gonna, it's great. It's going to be fine. Whatever. This dad is a monster, mm. you know, and I'm glad she divorced him. And I mean, he's literally, he, who says this kind of shit, just sowing mm. doubt and being negative, like, um, as you're standing there getting ready to walk your daughter down the aisle. I mean, it's like, it, it, it's, it's over. Like, yeah. just go with it. You're here. You're yeah. here. It's like, this is happening. He's the worst. So I just had to say that. Yeah. I guess I missed that part. I think I was so like, oh God, let's just do this already. Yeah. Because by the time you get to this stage, you're like, I don't care about these vows. I don't care about any of this no, crap. Like, I don't hear care about what how, the yeah, answer. Just hear. So they both say I do. I was a little, I knew Zach was going to say I do, but I didn't, mm-hmm. a bliss I was a little nervous about. But then she said I do. And I was like, okay, this is good. And then I kind of teared up at the end. I kind of got a little emotional. I was like, okay, this is, mm-hmm. you know, um, Jackie and Marshall have no business getting married. So I'm glad they didn't. And mm-hmm. uh, Micah and Paul, and I really, I'm a little nervous about Kwame and Chelsea, but I feel yeah. very good. Listen, Zach. <laughs> yeah, and, they seem to and, really, um, Brett and, um, yeah. And Brett and uh, Tiffany, I think yeah. are like, I don't know. I mean, I have to say that as we don't follow the other people, so we don't know how the other people are doing. So, you know, yeah, we don't well, have any data, but I do think that if you compare it to Bachelor or Bachelorette or some of these other married at first sight, I've never wa- oh, watched yeah. that show or any of these other dating shows, I do think that they have done a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. God, it Bachelor is the worst record ever. But yeah, so in this Variety article with the creator... He said that they film a lot of people outside of the pods mm-hmm. um, that they don't show. Yeah. And then, and then they make decisions about which stories to follow. And he said that, you know, Bliss was really devastated. And Zach actually um, asked production in Mexico if he could get in touch with her. Yeah. And he said they had a real um, genuine connection. And I think it's true that he immediately regretted it like he doubted himself you know he didn't think that you know he felt insecure Mm -hmm. he doubted himself and he let bliss go and then he realized immediately that was stupid because they really are they're both sort of like these two nerdy kind of people and you can tell even when they met in the restaurant that first time Mm -hmm. they'd never even seen each other before yeah you know and she just walked in and they just you know, instantly connect. And she was trying to play it cool and whatever, but you know, you could tell like mm-hmm. she wanted to be with him. And then the producer or the creator, he also said about Micah and Paul, um, he said about her asking him to go first. He said, based generally production decides who's going to go first based upon which way they feel the wind is blowing. Mm-hmm. And he says on the wedding day, he sees them, before but he doesn't ask them what they're going to say and um he says he usually has a feeling but he's been wrong and he mentioned sk and raven he said mm-hmm. he really thought that oh they yeah were, that one shocked they were everybody. gonna get engaged but um but yeah no i believe in zach and bliss's love <laughs> i do <laughs> yes okay well right now we're stopping <laughs> and watching yes. hopefully something we don't know but you will be now hearing us pop back up all right yeah so we'll see you for part two the reunion and we're back this is part two of our coverage of love is blind um season four we were supposed to cover the 
quote unquote live uh, reunion, which didn't happen live. So anyway, it's several days later. (laughs) And we've we've been through a lot. (laughs) Yes. We have both uh, watched the reunion. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of chatter on the social medias. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But basically, they finally, I don't know, we don't really have an official answer as to what happened or what I, the live, do we? I think I think the problem was that it so many people were tuning in that it mm-hmm. kind of, that it broke that it broke the internet. And I think what happened was that they taped it. They did what they normally do, which is they they taped it and then they slapped it up, which yeah. is what I think they always do. Right. So yeah, when it didn't work out, they just decided actually um later that night I was able to get on. I kept checking it and I was able mm-hmm. to get on and it was live and you could, you could click, you know, start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see it all the whole thing that night, but then, yeah, the next day it was up on Netflix, just like any other show. And, um, everybody got to see it, but, um, mm-hmm. God, I don't even know where to start. Well, um, first, for my first note is Jackie and Josh aren't there. Aren't well, who there. cares about Josh, but Jackie's not there. And apparently because she was getting, both she and Josh were getting death threats. Oh, so she claimed. So, but I think that's so lame. Like, why does she get to, so she's getting death threats. So she gets to miss out on the um, reunion. Well, and, and then, aren't they contractually uh, obligated? Yeah. The and then, and then a lot of people are complaining about the Lachey's. Yeah. And I understand why people are complaining about them. I I want to say that I, not this reunion, but in the past, I liked Vanessa Lachey mm-hmm. because I felt like back in season two, she was asking the hard-hitting questions. I felt like she mm-hmm. did a good job. Unlike Andy Cohen and all these right. other interviewers, I felt that she would ask people questions like, you know, she would she would ask a question and if she didn't get the answer, she would be like, well, hold on a second, mm-hmm. wait, and then ask it again. And, you know, really press people until they actually answered the question. So I liked her. I liked her interviewing skills. I liked all of that. Yeah. I felt like she was a little off edge on the edge and falling off this time around. I don't know if it was having to wait around and not mm-hmm. talk for her two hours or anything that like she just lost her mind. Yeah. I don't know, but I thought was, that her was, interview with Jackie and Josh were just a ter- bunch of softball. It was terrible. And, yeah. And so why and, are we, why are we so nice to Jackie? Okay. Yeah. This is what I can't figure out because number one, she should be obligated to be there. And if she yeah. isn't, then I know they have clauses in these contracts where you pay hefty fines if you don't go along with it. Yeah. And then, okay. I I couldn't figure out what was happening. And then just today I was looking at TikTok, you know, Mm -hmm. my source for everything, but, um, they were saying that like, basically the reason why that interview was so bad was because they said, Vanessa really didn't have the language. You know, she's not a therapist. Mm -hmm. She's not, you know, a mental health, but she didn't have the language to talk about what the issue was. And that was Jackie's homophobia. Because remember, there were the texts that were leaked. Do you know about what this? Text? No. Okay. So here's, so prior to the reunion, 
texts were leaked where Jackie was texting a, a friend of hers um, from Mexico. You know, she's mm-hmm. saying, talking about Marshall, and she's basically saying that he's sweet. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that he did weird stuff, like he'd get on the bed and he was twerking. And and I think she saw these things as being effeminate. And remember mm-hmm. when she was telling him, you need to be more aggressive, that was really code for, like, she thought that he was, um, that, that he wasn't masculine enough, mm-hmm. that he, it was a homophobic mm-hmm. thing that she was feeling. Mm-hmm. And then she, in these texts, she said, well, you know, I got to write it out, you know, a little bit more for, um, oops, these things popping up. She's got, but I have to write it out for the TV or, you know, whatever. So that leaked. And, So I just think she was totally afraid to go on this reunion. And then they assigned Vanessa to go and talk to her and Josh and Vanessa doesn't even bring it up. And really, nor could she, I I don't, she's not that she's a TV host. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like an entertainment TV host. Well, she is an actress. She's on NCIS. No, I know. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing her. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that she, she really was not equipped to address why Jackie wasn't there. Okay. And so this is why she's getting death threats was because of the right, homophobic, the homophobic comments. Okay, now that comments. makes that makes sense. So the leak must have been the friend that she sent the text to. Right, exactly. Okay. And it was literally just right like a few days before oh. before the live reunion was supposed Got to it. happen. Got it. So I think Jackie panicked and she was just like, I can't do this. And, you know, I mean, and yeah, because the show has never had to deal with this before. Mm-hmm. And so she, yeah, she, and I don't think the show wanted to deal with it. I don't think they wanted to open up this Pandora's box mm-hmm. of uh, talking about homophobic slurs. And, you know, they, it was like, no, this is not supposed to be this, heavy yeah this this is love is blind (laughs) well and also after having kind of a rough i know season two and three were like season four has gotten a lot of praise people have really liked it it's been very Mm -hmm. positive and i think that they probably felt like oh god no this has been a good season yeah we don't want to ruin it now we're not going to ruin it now so yeah so that whole interview was useless and then when then after the interview, we go back to the live show and and she kind of just turns to Marshall and she says, so what would you think about that? Now, mm-hmm. granted, Marshall is just hearing this for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, and he and, and, you know, Jackie said a whole bunch of stuff about him. I can't even remember it all at this point. Um, we're sort of going out of order because um, that happened. That happened later. Happened well, later we go, in the show. I don't know if we should go back yeah, to let, the beginning. Let's just, let's just well. I don't know. We could finish talking about Marshall and okay. Jackie since we're already there. But um, yeah, she said that. Uh, oh, and then, oh, here's another um, problem. In that interview, Jackie said to Vanessa that her last straw was when Marshall called her a derogatory name. Yeah, that she had a were, strong chin. Yeah, when they were filling out the marriage certificate. And that's when he left for three days. Mm-hmm. And we and, saw that on the show. Yeah, Right. So I think he's, he, again, he's he is having a um, transphobic, homophobic sort of type 
mm-hmm. comment to her. So this is a lot. Like this yeah. is a lot and it's beyond Vanessa Lachey's capabilities to address. Um, so they just uh, kind of glossed over it. And then... Uh, well, she made a lot of... She made some... You know, she says she's grown since this last year. She wanted people to know that she broke up with Marshall before she had that date with Josh and the kids. And that Marshall wanted the ring back so that he could propose to a different castmate. So, I mean, she was... That's what she said. And that... And, um... It was this girl named Cass... Or Keisha... I don't even remember, but Marshall did, Marshall did, uh, acknowledge he he went on one singular date with her. That was it. They went nowhere. So yeah, he was not going to propose to her. And so it just, was messy. Yeah, it was super messy, but yeah. And the other thing I didn't realize, and this came out when, um, Vanessa was talking to Jackie and Josh is that, um, you know, this this show was filmed a year ago, mm-hmm. a long time ago. So Jackie and Josh have been dating for a year. And yeah, she confirmed she broke up with Marshall before meeting Josh yeah. at the coffee but shop. But now they live together they and they've got yeah. a dog. And they have a dog. So it's it's weird. It's it's just like, you know, Jackie, who struggled, it seem, seemingly mm-hmm. struggled so much with commitment and she had so many it felt like a lot of meltdowns around commitment and and issues and all of that and it seemed like it seemed like a lot of her issues had nothing to do with that well the issue marshall yeah marshall really the issue was not commitment the issue was marshall yeah marshall was not the kind of you know uh masculine man that she wanted and instead of just being honest about that you know, at least, you know, <laughs> I hate to give Arena credit. At least Arena was honest about the fact that she was not attracted to Zach. Yeah. Okay, for that. Um, you know, Jackie should have just been honest that she was not attracted to Marshall. Because, and that's it, because Marshall obviously likes women, but she's just not attracted to him. And so then she, because she's not attracted to him, she accuses him of, not being attracted to women or being, yeah. you know, these homophobic things. It's just well, like, you know, this... the thing was, because Marshall was very, very sweet. You know, yeah. he was a sweet guy and he cooked her breakfast and he did this and he was a nice guy. And I think that she didn't want to look like a bitch, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for dumping this sweet guy. But the but what happened was that you look terrible <laughs> because you weren't being honest and you confused right. everybody. And instead of just being honest about how you felt, you made it very confusing for everybody. And, you know, Marshall, instead of just, I and I think that Marshall did, you know, Marshall also has issues. Mm-hmm. Marshall was very controlling with things like his, him forcing to, her, wear my jacket, wear my jacket, you know, at that party. It's like, God, Marshall, you know, she's not right. your prize or your trophy. If she says she doesn't want to wear the jacket, don't wear the jacket. Like his whole thing, like his identity around being the nice guy, you know, he had some issues too. But if she would have just been more honest about things, it would have right. been so much better. Absolutely. It didn't have to turn out this way. She could have just in Mexico just said, you know what? I, 
and it's not attracted to you. I mean, Zach and Arena did it. Yeah. And, and then and she could have come back like Zach did and find Josh. Exactly. No, I mean, that's the thing. It could have, tur- this could have turned out so much better, but so yeah, that's what happened. That's that. All right. So let's go back to the top because I think the okay. first, first they start with talking about Tiffany and Brett. Mm-hmm. And um, what we learned the last time, which I didn't, we, is is Brett lived in Portland. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany moved down to Portland and we see them rehashing their relationship and Tiffany falling asleep. And they learn that they never stop dating and they're happily in love. I thought Tiffany looked great. I thought this was the best she'd ever looked. She seemed... Yeah, I just no. love what she did with her hair. I don't know yeah, what no, it was. Again... Just so T- happy. Tiffany and Brett, they're, yeah. they're, what, is there to, what is there to say? They're just awesome. Um, and then we moved on to Chelsea and Kwame. Um, I guess they really connected with, there was this whole thing with the Calvin Klein underwear. I don't get yeah. it. And the well, pods. I, and... I've been seeing stuff all over social media that Kwame and Chelsea are posting. They're, they're angry about their edit. You know, because... Oh, the whole edit? Well, because the edit was like, and just because like we were unsure if he was going to say yes, you know, because mm-hmm. and and they're saying that it was edited that way, that they actually had a very fun and wonderful, you know, engagement and they're very much in love and they were, of course, you know, going to get married and that they got a terrible edit and they were even posting like videos and pictures from their time when they were engaged and they were like well these this is all the stuff you didn't see Mm -hmm. so Hmm. you know um they're not happy about how their story was edited and the fact that we all were like oh god you know he doesn't he doesn't really he's unsure you know Mm -hmm. at the very least but um no i mean i guess not um, yeah, because then yeah. they get into that the triangle yeah. of Chelsea, Kwame, Micah, and then Kwame goes into this whole thing of you know apologizing to Chelsea and Chelsea's family and all of this stuff for his behavior, and then I guess he and Chelsea had had all these conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it. Yeah, and I guess there was some conf- confusion because Micah told Chelsea that. Kwame broke up with her, but Kwame told Chelsea that Micah broke up with him. So I don't know. I, I just think that was really pretty insignificant. And um, Kwame said that his relationship with Micah was fizzling out already in the yeah. pods and that he had a, he had a penned a breakup letter to her. And he said that he thought that Micah could obviously feel it. So she broke up with him first before he could break up with her. But and I he, mean, he, he said he was taken aback by that, the yeah. abruptness. Of but that. then, but then he left, but he was really in down in the dumps for a while. I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. Just, he didn't like being dumped, but maybe I guess so. And then we learned that Chelsea has now met Kwame's mom mm-hmm. and she went there for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. she welcomed Chelsea with open arms. Yeah. And we learned that Kwame's sister is not a paid actress and I did right. never thought she was. Well, that's I'm glad that rumor was false. Mm-hmm. And um Barbara is not a paid actress. Barbara's not an actress and 
Kwame and Chelsea have a, a sick apartment. Yes. Oh, my God. In Seattle. Oh, okay. my God. Please explain to me how a marketing guy and she's a speech pathologist. I know. She cannot make a lot of money. I, I have clients that are, I have one client right now is a speech pathologist. She does not pay my full fee. <laughs> okay. They do not. How do you have a 360 view of Seattle? I don't know. How? How? I want to know. I don't know. Maybe they have some deals going we don't know about. I mean, God damn, I got to rethink my life. I mean, what <laughs> the what, man? That's a sick. No, that's a nice. It was apartment. really they nice. Have a two, it's like a two bedroom bath. Oh, and yeah. And Seattle, you know what? Seattle's not cheap. People think that Seattle's here in the Bay Area. People see Seattle as cheap, quote yeah. unquote cheap. No, it's not. It's not. Well, it guess, is not. It's you know cheaper why? than here, but it is not cheap. Well, they don't have children. Once you have children, your your, your money children is suck. it's gone. It gets Ugh. sucked down the drain. They take all of your money, every all of <laughs> for, any money that you for have. decades. <laughs> oh, and, and it never ends. Never it ends. never ever ends. <laughs> and we know this because we are still taking money. From <laughs> yes, take money from our parents to give to our. Kids. Yes, we have to still take money from our parents to pay for our children's lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it takes a village. Yes, it does. It does. So now we're on to Zach and Bliss. Now, yes. Zach and Bliss's dad are best buds. Yeah, I find Which, that hard to believe. Yeah. And he's paying for a honeymoon. They're going to Panama or they went to Panama. Yeah. He said he gave him the no, approval, surprise seal of approval. She now, says her dad always a- comes around. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear because he was scaring me and um you know this is another thing that's been talked about on social media is that um there are people who are who are on the autism spectrum who have been posting saying that they believe that both zach and bliss are on the autism spectrum oh interesting you know just based upon and even just like you know how uh irena was always saying you never blink you know the way that Mm. you look and they're talking about how that's a common um, you know, trait people mm-hmm. who are on the spectrum. And it kind of makes sense because I I just feel like Zach and Bliss have the exact same constitution. You know, they mm-hmm. they have the exact same sort of sense of humor, the same interest. They they really get each other. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but yeah I've seen several posts about that. Um, Interesting. Of course it's just speculation, but it is coming from people who are on the spectrum themselves and they're explaining the different you know, traits. Yeah. I mean, listen, there, it, it's, there's a reason why it's a spectrum Mm -hmm. and there are tons of people out in the world that are right They're You know, they're very, very high on high functioning, high on the spectrum that can look people in the eye that can, you know, function in the world Mm -hmm. that just have like a couple, you know, a few traits, a few touches that, you know, being tested, knowing that they have it, none of it's really going to make a huge difference in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's there, you know? Yeah. And, and a little bit of like, eh, yeah, yeah. And knowing the, it maybe is one, okay. Yeah. One of the things I liked about Zach, and maybe this is part of being on the spectrum, is that Zach, like, especially in this reunion, he really called people out and, you know, told it like it was, mm-hmm. was very honest, wasn't afraid of, he doesn't give a fuck like what people think about him or any 
that. Like, mm-hmm. I loved how he really called out Irina. Mm-hmm. And he also called out Micah for like being unfair to uh, Paul. Paul, because Paul and Zach are very good friends. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah, Zach. I mean, he really was. <laughs> like, he was really sticking up for people. Well, yeah, so I like next him. is the next is the part about Irina and Micah. So Irina says she really came into this with a very selfish perspective. And listen, you've got to give Irina some credit, unlike Jackie. For showing up. She, yeah. she showed up. So she came, she said she came into this with a very selfish perspective. She only focusing on herself, what she was experiencing, not what the other women were experiencing. Um, and Bliss said that she was really shocked by the way Zach was being treated. Um, Irina did say, you know, she was ready to meet someone. She was there to meet somebody. Um, there was a reason why she chose him. He was the best guy on the show for her. She had true intentions. Um, and but no one really seemed to believe that. Like, yeah, Nick the, basically, the, yeah, Nick called her out and said, Oh, Zach, sorry. Zach called her out and said, You know, she went on the show to get famous, yeah, and he forgives her. So, and the audience was kind of laughing at her, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, she she kind of tried to be dramatic, and I just thought she was acting. Uh, yeah, I still she didn't she didn't change my opinion of her by by coming on the show, but at least she came on the show. But again, she came on the show because she wanted the exposure, and I guess and delusionally she thought maybe if she showed up and you know did some sort of an apology that like everything would be okay. But nobody was buying it. The audience didn't buy it. Exactly. You don't think it. it's possible that she really was, you know, she realizes she had a very selfish perspective that she wasn't, she, because I mean, listen, it, it, the reason is, yeah, she's absolutely right. She had a very selfish perspective. She did, was not thinking about the other women mm-hmm. and what they were going through. She was only thinking about herself. That was very true. And I mean, I don't know what else does she say in that perspective? I mean, the only other thing she could have said that would be to say, yeah, I, I did want to meet someone. And I thought worst case scenario is I get some Instagram followers. I don't know. It's just so, I mean, she sent bliss a text saying you dodged a bullet. Yeah. She says that she regrets that. Well, yeah, of course she regrets all this because she never thought it would ever see the light of day. So what was this whole thing that, Irina kept talking about having panic attacks and a pillow. Mm. She was having panic attacks in a pillow. I was so confused by that because Bliss basically called her out on that, saying, like, listen, you're it's, Bliss didn't say this, but this was my interpretation of what Bliss was saying, which is, hey, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're saying right. that on one side, you're saying I'm having panic attacks and I have this issue with mental illness. And at the sa- other side, you're saying, you know, um, you're saying, uh, no, that's not true. Yeah. Irina's credibility is really low in my, <laughs> in my opinion. I, I, I think she's full of shit and okay. she, she got caught by all these people and Zach and bliss, you know, 
took her down. All right. All right. <laughs> so now we're on to, and and this is the other thing that I, and I was surprised by was nobody kind of called on Mike, called Micah out for her behavior yeah, with her, Irina. Her mean girl. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because the thing was that, yes, Irina was probably the, um, it's the worst instigator, instigator of the two, but, but Irina wouldn't have been as bold if she didn't have Micah. Yeah. And so why yeah. didn't anyone turn and say, Hey, Micah, you're just yeah. as bad as Irina. Like you were just the same asshole. You sent mm-hmm. Irina over there to kind of spy on Amber and, right. but she didn't get any shit for that. Well, didn't, uh, uh, Zach give her a little bit of shit later. Well, that was about Paul. Yeah, it was about Paul. Yeah, no, you're right. Micah deserved the same. She uh, did. She was being just as awful. She was. In the pods as. And until Irina was off the show, until, until Micah had that sit down with Irina, when, when, when Micah learned that Irina and Zach weren't working out and Irina was going to be gone mm-hmm. and she was attracted to Paul. Oh, that and Micah was horrible. Was, that until that moment in time when Micah started putting the pieces yeah. together, Micah was all about Irina. Yeah. So right. come on, you know, let's call a spade a spade. So why isn't, why isn't Zach giving her a hard time about that? Well, he and only why has is it the so much airtime. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and the Lachey's, exactly. During that whole exchange, they sat there like bumps on a log. Yeah. And honestly, for most of this um, reunion, they sat there like bumps on a log. Nick Lachey looked like an old grandpa, honestly. Yeah, Nick Lachey normally does nothing. He, yeah. Vanessa he, Lachey drives the conversation, drives yeah. it along. And that's why I like her. I feel but like she, she didn't does do, do that. But she, she didn't did do not do a good job this time around. She didn't. No, she was she, she was a wacko. I crazy. yeah, she did. She was she was not so. I don't know. If she was tired, hadn't eaten. This thing had gone on too long. Yeah. Uh, she was like took too many, uh, you know, uh, anti anxiety medicine. I don't know what she she was weird. Yeah, there's no no other way to describe it, but weird. So now we move on to Micah and Paul. And Micah admits that she would have said yes to Paul. Um, and she was really hurt that Paul said that she wouldn't be a good mom. She's always wanted to be a mom. Um, you know, she's an only child. I guess it was really hard for her mom to conceive. Um, and she told him very early on she's always wanted to have children. Mm-hmm. And I guess Paul had to clarify that because he... You know, he was saying it more as I could, he couldn't see himself as a husband and a father. Um, you know, what I saw was like, Paul was having a very hard time articulating himself. And honestly, I think it comes down to this. I think that Paul, I think that Paul didn't want to get married. I think Paul yeah. wanted to date Micah. That's, I think that's what he wanted. I think he, I think he really liked her. Mm-hmm. I think he even maybe loved her. I think mm-hmm. he did miss her when she was not around. Right. I think he just wanted to goddamn date her. And that's yeah, he, all he's ever wanted. He wanted to get to know her. Yeah. He wanted to get to know her. Yeah. Well, that's didn't they all say he's wanted. They, they dated very briefly in yeah. Arizona. But I think, I think that Micah, I think the problem is Micah was too hurt. I right. think that's, right. I think, I think that's the problem. And I think that. And this whole time, I think because it was so all or nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Micah felt like it was all or nothing that the minute he said no, it was like that was it for them. And yeah, Micah wanted the fairy tale or nothing. Yes. And that's just not realistic. You know, it's just not life. I mean, maybe for some people it is for Brett and Tiffany, it was, but they're very different in very different places in their lives. And mm-hmm. it, that just wasn't going to work for them. They're different people. Yeah. Because I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, Micah, like, I think Micah wanted the fairy tale. I think Micah wanted to be married for a little bit and then start having kids and all of that. And I think Paul wants to get to know someone for a Mm. while, maybe then get married, then be married for a while Mm. and then have kids. And again, this is the biological clocks of a man and a woman. He is in no hurry. Because he can wait 20 years if he wants and then maybe wake up and have some kids. She can. Well, and this was, I thought this was kind of shitty and, Vanessa brought this up and I mean, I'm sure it wasn't her idea. It was probably producers, but this whole thing with the stupid video of Paul bumping into one of her bridesmaids oh, and they're trying to make it look like he, he was grabbing her ass or something. And it was just so dumb. And it was like, really? Like that just felt very desperate. Yeah. Weird. But I guess it was out there in social media plan so they had to press it but Ugh. i'm like of all the things of that all, we're gonna yeah this is important this is important i don't yeah. think so yeah and then it then it goes into the whole jackie josh marshall stuff and then we you know we see we get through the marshall stuff well uh, but then also too there was um zach and paul <sighs> Oh, this is when this is, Paul starts kinda, to have a hard time. Yeah, Paul tries yeah. to defend him. Paul's having a hard time defending himself. So Zach jumps in, becomes his lawyer to speak for him. And he said that, you know, the two of them were, Zach and Paul were talking till 2 a.m. the night before and that Paul really loved Micah. He just didn't feel like he had enough time. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah. So Zach to the rescue. Mm-hmm. And then the Marshall, Jackie, Josh, which we've pretty much already. Yes. I think. And then we get like this taste of married life. Uh, You're right. We see the Kwame and Chelsea where we see that damn panoramic view. (laughs) We see Brett and Tiffany's place and Brett's shoe wall. Is it, is it, it's bigger now. Is it grown? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I was like, God damn, look at that shoe wall. And then, um, what do we see? Zach and oh, Bliss. Zach oh, and God, Bliss. Zach singing again. I can't with Zach and the singing. I don't stop. Um, yeah, and they have the owl picture still. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the centerpiece oh, of their uh, home. Yes. And then there's this backlash towards um, Kwame and Chelsea's relationship. And then, yeah, and Chelsea had to give one speech about their relationship and all that. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm convinced. I believe in their love now. Yeah. Okay. You know, fine. I, okay. But I get, it was enough. Listen, there was enough there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they felt like, listen, Brett and Tiffany are too perfect. Right. I think they had to have a, they there, had, there to had to be a, something. There, there had, had to be, to be something drama. with them. Yeah. No, and they, they picked, they picked the 10% of the relationship that was a little complex. And, you know, listen, the mom did not want to come. That was complex. And listen, 
Kwame, you did complain about <laughs> this stuff a lot. And you right. apparently complained about it a hell of a lot more than Brett ever did. Right. We or didn't Tiffany even know Brett did. lived in Portland yeah, until the yeah. reunion. And then Brett mentioned something, too, about those pictures that he took of Tiffany's. He said, yeah, that day I drove mm-hmm. from Seattle mm-hmm. down to Portland for work, then drove back three hours down and back to mm-hmm. see Tiffany. Like, that was a lot. Like, we did not hear a peep about that. Six yeah. hours in the car. So, Kwame, you were very vocal about how you were, dry, you know, how much yeah. crapola and how how you weren't happy about this at all. Yeah, no, they they got a bad edit. They had to create some drama. And it, yeah, and your is. weird obsession with Calvin Klein and those underwear pictures were weird. I'm sorry. They were weird. Now, this was OK. Now, this I felt was another disturbing part of the reunion and a disturbing thing that Vanessa Lachey oh, the was baby doing. time, the baby thing. OK, yeah. so. We talked about this last time. Bartise from last season has oh, a son. God. He has a son. Boy, he is really, really riding that kid out, isn't he? It's like God. He they he he must have like he has to give him. yeah, he had to give permission, I'm sure, for them yeah. to to use this. But anyway, they they show a picture of Bartise with his son, Hayden. And and so this is a segue into Vanessa basically asking everybody like when they're gonna have a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, she she goes, of course, straight to Tiffany and Brett. They say they're going to they're taking the time, you know, they're traveling, see, whatever. Be trying. But see, but it's also I just I when are we going to stop asking people about that? And it may maybe basically it's women, you know, women are the ones who get pregnant and have babies. Yeah. So when there's that question, it's it's really directed at the woman. And it's just so uncomfortable because. You don't know what someone's going through. You don't know mm-hmm. if they've been maybe trying for a year to have kids and they haven't been able to get pregnant. And so they don't want to really talk about that. So they have to say, well, we're just traveling, taking our time. If, uh, or maybe um, they don't want to, or maybe they don't want to have kids. We don't know. It's just such a, I just think it's such a tacky question in this day and age. And yeah, um, you're, right. yeah, she no, asked, you're, you're absolutely right. But I really <laughs> want them to have babies. Well, but if they want to, you know, and maybe no, if, you're right. No, you know, you're listen, you are absolutely, absolutely right. You do not know what people are going through. No, you do not know if they want to have children. Number one. And number two, there are a lot of people out there that have big, big baby issues that mm. are incredibly painful. And just the mere someone saying, what are you going to have? Kids? Oh, yeah. No, you and know listen, what? I didn't, you know, I've the minute that. I got the minute you get married, that's right. the, people the start next asking. question yeah. is they ask you when you're going to have a kid. And then you then you squeeze out a kid and then people are like, you can have another. When are you going to have the next one? I know. And trust me, there have been times in my life where I have asked that question, not recently, many years ago, but I cringe when I think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. why did I say that? That's just so rude. Like, yeah. But and she asked every single one of them. Like she just went down the line yeah. and was like, oh my God. So... Yeah, I think so, that yeah, was she's, kind of the uh, end. She's really, I, I, it seems like, Vanessa, maybe you and Nick should talk about having more kids. It seems like that's what you want or something like that. Well, I, what's going on with I them? think they have like three or four kids, so they probably No, have... she said, oh, I I'm, I want a fourth. So they obviously Ugh. have three. Well, but Nick okay. looks like, Nick looks like he's about to fall asleep. Okay, so can I, I think... 
So I you better hurry. You better hurry. He's just like, oh God, this is my second marriage, and and I can't take this. Well, and this also came out in the wake of the reunion. Is that um, one year ago, Nick was he was arrested or charged. Yes, yes. He attacked a female photographer. Well, like he and Vanessa were coming out of a restaurant. And I mean, come on, this is not like Brad and Angelina. They are like Mm D-listers, okay? So they should be happy that a photographer even taking their picture, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. So it's not like there's, literally the woman was across the street. She wasn't even in his face. She's across the street. They come out of the restaurant. She says something to him, uh, you know, to get him to look at her so she can take a picture. He went off. Um, and he, he flipped her off and then Vanessa said, go get him." And then mm. the woman got scared. So I think she was in her car. She rolled up the window, but he was pounding on her window. And she said, I was, he was pounding so hard. She was sure he was going to break it. Mm. So wow. anyway, just three weeks ago, he entered a diversion program. So these are programs where if it's, you know, like your first offense, kind of a misdemeanor type thing, you can complete some requirements and then the charges will be dropped. Mm -hmm. So he entered this diversion program where he has to do 52 weeks of anger management. Wow. Which is a lot. That's a lot. And go to AA meetings. Wow. Because he was intoxicated. He was drunk. Wow. And I'm like, wow. That's hardcore. That is. Because the other thing too is, the, this photographer is not on his property. They didn't, they're not coming home with no, a newborn baby. They're on a public street. They're on a public street. They are celebrities and they're leaving a restaurant. That is par for the course. Right. And you know, and Nick Lachey, you have been famous for a very long time. You were in a boy band. Mm. You were part of a couple that had a show on television. You were mm. part of the original reality show. Right. A quadrillion years ago. That You know all of this. So why... 30 years later, 25 years later, right. are you, you know freaking better. out? So it to me, it feels like there's something, some drugs or some alcohol or some mm. combo of the two. And if she's saying, go get them, there's something going on with the two of them. Yeah. I, yeah. And she was encouraging it, I guess. And yeah. on. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And then also what, what has been out in social media is that, um, so cast members from season two have been very vocal. You remember, you remember the couple, uh, Nick and Danielle who ended yes. up getting married? I believe they're still they, married. Are they? No, I think they divorced. Oh, did they? I feel like they did. Okay. I'm not, I don't know, but they're anyway. like 10 years apart in age and she had no. lost a lot of weight. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, they and some other past cast members have been um, complaining and about the conditions of this show and talking about how, you know, they're in these pods where they're literally, you know, they don't see any sunlight, I guess, mm-hmm. except in the bathroom, I guess. And they made it sound like the bathrooms were outside. So you had to go out to some other building to go to the bathroom and that the production um, really controls everything that they do. They don't really get enough food and water, but there's always plenty of alcohol. And somebody had passed out. I think it was Danielle said she had passed out 
because she had, she was dehydrated and hadn't eaten anything. And then they kind of like revived her and then made her film a, you know, film a, what are they, you know, whatever they call that. And, uh, yeah, just talking about these draconian Mm. conditions and, you know, to get people in that kind of controlled yeah. Mindset that, you know, okay, you got to like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You gotta, this is your focus. You got to go along with it. And you got to get engaged so you can get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get out of the pods. Cause they're so, the conditions of the pods are so horrible and yeah, they, and then they're really not supposed to talk to each other about stuff and they're always trying to separate them and, you know, manage and control who's talking to who and who's talking about what. So, hmm. Interested, but anyway, I'm sure the show will go on. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a season five. It's probably already. I mean, it, listen, this live finale broke broke <laughs> yeah. Netflix. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, it's it's very very popular. All these people are talking about it, you know, and they're getting write ups and variety and all these other things. So, yeah. What can it's, you do? It is. It's. It's a popular show. It is. It is. Well, that's a wrap for season four. That's a wrap. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, tuning in for the Love is Blind season four coverage. If you like this podcast, uh, please subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review and uh, tune in on Tuesdays for our Sister Wives Um rewind we're we're on towards the end of season two we're going back through the whole series that's every tuesday and now that love is blind is over we're gonna on thursdays talk about some documentaries we're gonna class it up a little we're gonna gonna class (laughs) it up a little until some other good trash show comes along and then we'll start covering that (laughs) we were on another podcast we should plug that we were on gen x this is why um with amy and jenny, jenny. I, be- I believe they have the same last name archer also sisters um we talked about the brooke shields documentary pretty baby mm-hmm. um another gen xer like us mm-hmm. um and uh that is out uh now so go check out that podcast gen x this is why yeah that was fun yeah we love brooke shields yes we do um felt like i was gonna say something else but i it's i'm i don't know i don't know what oh god it? this whole love is blind thing it's been such a saga you know i feel like it's been you know so much yeah so. all right well we will hopefully yes see you soon all right all right bye bye Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.